and hello and this is Kitty Fitton on Coast Access Radio 104.7 FM across Kapiti and Horofanua in beautiful New Zealand. It's been a bit cold uh, but uh, apparently it's spring so they tell me and this week I'm speaking to the lovely Sheena from Dementia Wellington. Hi, Sheena. Hi, Kitty. How are you? I'm not too bad. Good. Yeah. In, um, thank you so much for coming along. It's um, it's a subject that people don't generally like to talk about, isn't it? Yep, exactly. I think it's there's a lot of misunderstanding about it, so and a lot of fear, so people don't like to talk about it. You're right. Yeah. So what, what what's your role with dementia, Wellington? You know, who are, who are you, who Sheena? What am do you do? I? I'm what you would call a dementia advisor, so I am really a resource for people who are concerned about their memory or thinking or have a new diagnosis and want to know a little bit more about the condition. Also, um, I'm there to support people who support someone with dementia. We provide social outlets for people Mm. and also um, work to raise awareness in the community about brain health. Right. Yep. So that sounds like it's quite a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it is a lot. And, um, I mean, I, 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 I have an interest personally, obviously, with Parkinson's because, yep. as I think I mentioned before on, on this radio programme, it's something I don't really know much about and I don't investigate because... I'm frightened of it. Exactly. You know, I mean, should, should I be frightened of it? What what, no, what would you say? To... <laughs> well, I think it's... Nobody likes getting chronic conditions or neurodegenerative conditions. Um, not really, no. No, it's, it's not something that anyone... It's not recommended. Really, no, no. And it can be fearful, so a lot of people don't investigate into it. Um mm. I think the main reason that I would encourage people to, to investigate is because it does alleviate some of the fear. Yeah. If you get to know about knowledge is power, mm-hmm. basically, is what I would say. Um, and understanding about it will help you and also the people around you. The earlier you know about symptoms, the easier you can get yeah. support around them um, and also good old research people can get yeah. partake in research so that that's giving something around it as well yeah, so yeah I, I know that when they told me I had Parkinson's I was like I, I went home and basically went I don't know what this is mm-hmm. and you know again with dementia and I, I guess what I'm trying to say is when I found out I had Parkinson's somebody came to my house which was wonderful and basically said hey your life is not over so I guess that's the same with dementia exactly yes so that's one of the main tasks we have for people with an early uh, diagnosis but right the way through really is to look at okay what are you doing carry on doing it what can we put in place to help you to continue to do it do you need any extra supports at the moment? So really is, okay, let's see how much we can help you. Because there is a lot of support for people, isn't there? And lots Absolutely. Of things. I mean, you mentioned like looking out for symptoms and things. What kind of things should people, 
look out for or what kind of thing? How do you know if you... It's, it sounds awful, doesn't it? Yeah. But how do yeah. you know? Because people... I've got a family member at the moment who does not know that they have dementia. Yep. Or maybe they do. I did. I actually said to... I, I won't out them on the radio, but I, I said to another person in my circle, let's say, I said... I think they probably could be aware, but they don't want to admit it. Yep. You know, yep. Um, and um, they repeat themselves a lot. Um, you yeah. know. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, I don't quite know what to do about that or yeah. how to help them or... Yeah. So I would... Our recommendation is always if family, friends or person themselves notice that there's any changes to go and get a diagnosis from the GP if Mm. you possibly can because there are lots of different causes for changes in memory or thinking could be vitamin mineral deficiencies through to stroke anxiety grief lots of different things can affect that but um, the main symptoms that people are aware of is changes in memory and that's short-term memory usually Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's finding words, so being able to find the right words, or sometimes people appear to be sort of not really understanding what you're saying. Yeah. So, but that's really Alzheimer's, the most common dementia. But mm. there's about a hundred different types of dementia, Gosh. four main ones. So, and all of them have slightly different symptoms. So it's very difficult to. Say. So there are lots of different types of dementia then. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The per- I mean, the person that I'm thinking of is, is quite elderly. Yep. Um, um, and and they do forget things that they have been told recently. Yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, we were out recently, and they they told my daughter the same story about four times, but thankfully my daughter just sat and nodded and smiled. Yeah. You know, and she, she did say a word. Yep. And she said later on, do, do they know they're doing it? And I said, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, you know, but they're happy and that's what counts. That's right. And I think if the people around someone who has a dementia understands, it makes life a lot easier for the person who mm-hmm. has the condition. You don't need to be being told that, no, you've not got that right. You've said that already. Mm don't need to know don't that. correct them no just just carry on with the conversation yeah go so, to their reality and come back yeah there's another yeah. person who has suggested that you know they make their world a bit safer shall we say remove some things and we've kind of gone oh that would maybe upset them because it would make them feel less independent or less mm. i don't know it's yeah. it's hard i think it's so individual <clears throat> It affects people so differently. You really need to know the person yeah. before you can start adapting. So family members probably do. And then if they get the support from other people so that they can understand what's important, then the support can go around. You know, if if I was worried about someone tripping over mats and lots of clutter, I might say, yes, that needs clearing up. But a family member may know the history of where that rug's come from or what all that clutter's about. So it's working as a partnership, really, Mm. along with the person, obviously, has the condition. So you mentioned Alzheimer's is a Mm -hmm. form of dementia. I I wasn't aware that Alzheimer's was a form of dementia. Ah. I mean, I I understand that Alzheimer's, you know, is is something that affects the mind. Yep. 
But yeah, um, yeah I didn't know that I fell under the oh, sun. Oh, okay. I can do my umbrella analogy. <laughs> So dementia is an umbrella term for conditions that affect memory and thinking. And so there's a number of conditions that cause the dementia, memory and thinking symptoms. Okay. And Alzheimer's is the most common Mm -hmm. condition that causes the dementia. Right. Then we've got vascular Mm -hmm. dementia, Lewy bodies dementia oh, I've heard of that too and frontotemporal dementias but there's a various number of frontotemporal dementias as well so yeah there's conditions that cause dementia right so if you're diagnosed with Alzheimer's you have to Alzheimer's and it's the cause of your dementia so what kind of things would you say people should you know, you find out somebody who's maybe got a diagnosis of dementia or you're aware of it or somebody might tell you. I don't know if they would tell you or not. Yeah, I don't might, know. Might do. But what would you... How can you help your friends, yep. family members? What yep. kind of things should we do? Yep. So the the main thing is to ask them, really, you know, what what would be helpful for you, for me to mm-hmm. do or to their family member? You know, what help would be helpful um and the same as ever include people in the conversations it's not a different person just carry on with life it may be that your role within say a friendship may have to change if some if the person who has a dementia was the one that always did the phoning up of the whole group and saying should we go out for coffee mm-hmm. they may not be going to do that so someone else Somebody within else the friendship group so it's it's just working out what do we need to do to support mm. life to remain the same and you know what would you say to somebody hey hey like me who's who's scared of you know um possibly something in the future mm-hmm. you know i mean mm-hmm. is there anything i could do to alleviate it or i know you can't stop th- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stuff I'm very technical, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a real medical term, isn't it? Yeah. Stuff. But, I mean, what kind of stuff should I look out for? Or Do. Yeah. Do. So looking after your physical health, mm. making sure that you're as healthy as you can be. Um, that's heart health, blood pressure, all of the usual healthy lifestyle activities. Physical activity is really mm-hmm. important. Doesn't mean you have to go to the gym for 30 minutes a day pounding on the treadmill, but doing some form of physical activity yeah. for probably at least half an hour three times a week. Mm-hmm. Then there's a healthy diet. Oh my goodness, again it's that exercise and diet Absolutely. It's, it's good for you. Absolutely. I know. So lots of fruit and vegetables. Do recommend oily fish mm-hmm. sort of at least three times a week. So that could be just a salmon sandwich. You don't have to have a whole meal. Salmon sandwich. Yeah. Sounds good. I like, I like the idea of that. Olive oil, nuts, seeds, mm. pulses, all of the sort of Mediterranean diet. Yeah, because I've, I've seen a lot of stuff about the whole, you know, mind health. And in a lot of the Mediterranean countries, they don't seem to have that high prevalence of like heart disease and, right. and dementia. Yep. So that's that's it. It's the heart health sort of diet. Mm. And then number four is challenging your brain. 
So what we're trying to do is to um, increase what we call the cognitive re reserves or the brain reserves so that you're increasing the um, connections between the brain cells so you've got yeah, more reserve. Yeah. Um, so challenging your brain is learning something new. Mm. Things like music, mm -hmm. languages, um, a new hobby, reading books of interest. So actually expanding your knowledge base rather than just... Just sitting around and going, this is yeah, what I'm used yeah, to or, and this is what I like. And yeah, I'm, answering yeah. questions on the chase, which we all like to do if we're home on time. Yeah. And the number five is uh, social activity, maintaining social activity so going out not sitting at home mm. but going out and socializing yeah and the, and, sorry, sorry. No, the two on. most important are the physical activity and the social being that's social. really interesting yeah i mean i know that um i um i play the piano very badly <laughs> You know, really badly. It's one of the first signs I had that I had Parkinson's, actually, because I couldn't control my left hand. Mm. And everybody just went, oh, it's your left hand. It's non-dominant. And I was like, mm, no, there is something else. Um, and then for a while I thought, well, I'm never going to be any good. I'm only going to get worse. I'm, I'm going to stop playing. And a lot of people with Parkinson's do. They, they give up these things. And, and it makes me kind of sad because... I'm still rubbish at playing the piano, but I have gone back to it recently because I realised it was something that gave me joy and happiness and it made me happy and I think we all need a bit more of that in our lives sometimes. Exactly, and mm. it may be just one little step in a sequence of tasks that needs to be done. So say if you had a dementia and you loved playing the piano it may just be that having the music out on the piano and the lid lifted up may be a trigger to go and play it yeah. doesn't mean that the person You're can't do it. do it it's just that they need a trigger to actually oh yeah go over and mm. do that or maybe start playing slightly simpler <laughs> pieces and then building back up again yeah so anything that makes you feel good is great and and I mean, I'm kind of hesitant to almost mention it, but I mean, as as it progresses in some people and it gets worse, and sometimes they can kind of people can kind of progress. Sometimes, I had a conversation with um, a partner once, and and they said they they actually said, oh, you know, I wouldn't want to be here if I was in that state. Mm. And I said, but if they're happy, and and they're really happy where they are, and and I'm not saying it's not difficult for the people mm -hmm, around you. Mm -hmm. But I said, some people appear very, very happy. I mean, they might be living in their childhoods, but, you know, I've known some people who, you know, like, forgot where the dining room was every morning. They, you know, where's the dining room? It's over there. And they'd go, oh, great. But they were perfectly settled. It, it, do you yeah. have an opinion on that? Or it, It's very difficult to know, isn't it? I mean, if someone can't tell you whether they're feeling happy we're not in there so we can't mm. we're not in their brain but if people are settled they're smiling they're engaging in activities 
Yeah. Yeah. If it is really hard, it's isn't it? It's very difficult. Yeah. So you're right, it is a little controversial subject. Quite difficult, really. It's not even controversial. It's just difficult it's, to yeah, even it, think. Yeah, and I don't want... I almost don't want to ask, but, I mean, I also kind of desperately want to ask, you know, what people mm. think, because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do sit there and you find out um, that it's a possibility. And, of course, you sit there and you kind of go... Wow, that really, really scares me. What would that feel like? Would I even be aware of it? Mm. And what would I do? Yep. yep. So yeah. So emotions um, remain for a long time. So it's it's ensuring positive memories. Mm. So if you know someone's really enjoyed, I don't know, folk music or country music all their life playing some country music and you see a smile, you know. So, so just still do the things yep, that they always yep, did, yeah. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah, my, my neighbour growing up, he had Alzheimer's um, and he loved playing tennis. And when I, whenever I went out to play with a racket and ball, knock it against the side of the house, he would come out and uh, give me tips <laughs> and stuff. And, um, and I was getting older and older and he he was almost like he he knew who I was and he he'd go oh hi kitty but he'd say oh how was school today and I was like knocking 18 19 I'd left school Mm. but um in his mind I was still a small child yep and I'd just go oh great thanks Mr Cross you know it's great you know how are you and he was always happy yep you know, yeah. uh, and and it was difficult for his wife, but then she was. She said, "He's happy in who he is and where he is, and he enjoyed living at home." And they still had conversations. And she said, "They played Scrabble every night in the in the dining room." Um, yeah, it was uh, in- interesting. Yeah, yeah, mm. and I think that. It is really the, as I've said before, the support circle around the person, really, that can make life yeah. positive. Um, obviously, it can be quite difficult for the support people as well, so they need support around them So what kind of support well. do, you, do they, do, can they get or look out for? Well, in the earliest stages, I usually recommend people don't turn down help because you often get people offering help and say, oh, no, no, we're fine, we can manage at the moment. Yeah, I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's easy at, at that stage because you don't see that you need it, but if you turn down help from people often enough, they're going to stop yeah. offering it. So I always say have a little list of things that would be great. So it could be things like give me a ring on a Thursday evening mm. or... Something like that, just really, really simple stuff. Yeah. So that maintaining that social circle. It's little things, isn't just it? Yeah. little things, so that you've got people around you that you can sort of talk to or say, oh, could you come and sit in for half an hour? I've got to go and have my hair cut or... Yeah, so anything like that, really. Mm. And uh, do they... I mean, do people like it? There's a care, a group... Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I put struggle with the word carer but it's true and it isn't and I think it depends on your stage and your age but yeah there's support groups and I'm guessing there's the same for dementia yeah so we have a support support group up Mm. here in Cupidy in fact 
all of Dementia Wellington, different areas have support groups. And I can't remember the name of it, but there's a place like you can go to, like a house? There's a few different around in Cavity mm. that people can go to. Um, but, yeah, so we have a support group. We have um, the, the day f- programmes are funded by the Tefata Aura, uh, but we also have things like COG Cafe. So it's like a big social group mm. so everybody can get together. And it's just those little things, but staying within your own friendship group and do feel comfortable inviting Yeah, because you don't have to feel that you can only mix with people that have dementia and their carers now. And that's one of the things I, I struggle with is sometimes people go, you must go to this support group. And you're like, well, yeah, that's nice and I want to go and... I've met some fantastic people, but I don't only want to mix in that circle because I have a life, you know, and I'm not just my disease. Absolutely. Uh, it must be, this, you know, it's the same for anyone with any kind of diagnosis. Um, what, what would you say to people and then what's your top advice? Come and see Dementia Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> my top advice is really knowledge. Getting help and knowledge. Getting knowledge and getting a diagnosis if possible mm-hmm. but knowledge and understanding is I would say key to it for both person with a diagnosis and the supporters. And if someone's maybe reluctant to go see a doctor because of a diagnosis what would mm, you say to them? Mm, mm. Well it's usually that um, there are lots of different reasons mm. for your brain not to be working well and it's good to understand why because there may be treatable causes. Mm, so it could be something that you could reverse. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. So getting a diagnosis, you don't want to be worried sitting at home thinking you've got dementia mm. and not go to the doctor when you've actually got something that could be yeah. reversible. So that's my one do- number one tip is actually get to see the doctor mm. and, and then contact Dementia Wellington. <laughs> And uh, any advice for people if they find out their friends or loved ones have have dementia? What what advice would you give to them? Again, um, it's being um, tactful around it because obviously it can be if it's someone's quite scared and noticing themselves. Um, But again, you need to really go and get assessed and get a diagnosis as I said because it could be something else but um, they can um, contact any of the dementia or Alzheimer's organisations and get advice they can also go to the GP surgeries because there are forms that they can fill in to hand over to the GPs just so that the GP has a little bit of a family perspective Right. so, so, so is then the next that runs in the family then? There's a very, very rare type of dementia that is what they call familial, um, but that is very, very Extremely rare. Extremely rare. Yeah, and yeah. that's um, seen in family trees, sort of oh, sisters, right. aunties, uncles, grandmothers, so it's a 50-50 genetic variant thing. But other than that, there are some other genetic changes that increase your risk slightly. And so that may be where you see it in the family, mm. but it, but it but doesn't. It's not it. inevitable that you're going to get yeah. dementia because of that genetic change. And doing all of those activities that I spoke about before about diet and physical act, you can actually reduce 
your risk yeah. as well. So, so is there anything that I've not asked you about because of I'm woefully ignorant when it comes to dementia? I mean, what what should I know? Is anything else that I should know? I think um, knowing if you know people who are in a situation where they have a dementia or they're supporting someone with a dementia, just staying in contact and offering your support mm. and friendship because it can become very lonely and isolating. Mm. So, so don't be afraid don't to be reach out. To ask. And yeah, that's really, really important. But you did mention earlier about um, someone not really knowing that they had dementia. There is a symptom that can cause that. So it's not always denial. It's not always that someone... Um, doesn't want to know or doesn't want to talk about it. It may be that, and obviously it's difficult to process mm. getting that sort of diagnosis, and that may be the case. But for some people, there is actually damage in the brain. That means that they cannot see mm. that they have dementia. And yeah. So they cannot react. So, And if people keep saying, you're doing that wrong, or you can't drive or something, if you don't know there's anything wrong with you, you can just imagine. Well, that's what we're worried about. We're worried it would cause her more distress. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, we went. Her, her son just got engaged, and uh, we went out for dinner, and I was like, oh, isn't it great news about Richard? And she just went, oh, Richard's lovely, and he, you know, he gets on very... And we were like, ah, oh, she's, she's forgotten. Yeah, let's yeah. just not say anything. Yeah, yeah. Whereas what I would maybe consider saying is, oh, isn't it exciting about Richard's engagement? Oh, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. so then you're giving her the information <laughs> she's going to need in the conversation, but not having to recall it. Mm. So then the answer could be, yeah, it's so exciting. So you're mm. giving her all the prompts up front for that conversation. Like that. So sometimes if you're asking a question of somebody and, and they may look like they maybe don't understand or get cross with you um you know and is it is it best to repeat the question or should you should you try and press your your question or your because or should you just leave it um you need to really make sure that you had someone's attention and that they realized you were talking to them first All right because sometimes people can appear to shut down and, and yep. walk off. Is that because yep. they don't care or haven't heard you? or May not have even realised you were talking to someone because you really need to make sure you've got someone's attention hmm. and speak slowly and in simple, simple questions, not um, great big long. Can you go and do this and then pick that up and bring it back to me? That's too long. And should you try and get them to remember... Like who they were, maybe should you try and say, you know, yeah, Sheena, don't don't you remember me or what? What would I do? Yep. So no, <laughs> if you know someone's got dementia and you know that they're not going to be able to remember, don't ask the question because all you're doing is setting up someone to fail. Right. So don't ask a question someone with dementia if you know they can't. So you think they it. might find it distressing? Yep. Could it make them worse? It can because it can cause frustration and it can cause panic. So if you're asking, what did you have for lunch, for instance, it's lunch, is it lunchtime? Have mm. I had lunch? Why can't I remember what I had? So you start a cascade of what we call panic. Right. So then people get frustrated and can get angry 
or just as difficult is get withdrawn and don't want to actually talk. But if they're coming out with maybe old memories or saying, I'm going to go home now, my mum and dad want me back, and it's, you know, what would you maybe suggest somebody says in that kind of situation? Would you try and change their mind or sit them down or...? No, um, you go with the flow, go where they're at. So mm. um, I, I want to go home, talking about, oh, where, where's home? What did home... What does home look like? Mm. Oh, that's right. That was a great house, wasn't it? And where was your bedroom? What did the... And talk about home and get the picture of where they're at. And then you can divert away from that conversation once you so feel... So you could say, that was a really great house that we lived in. And do you remember, you know, we moved away and we live here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a really nice room. And look, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So divert the conversation away, but do... T- Go Allow with them where to they're talk at. About Absolutely. It. Absolutely. That's really useful advice. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in and talking to me because I've learned so much. Do you have any final words of for people? Anything that you wish people knew? I think that just make sure, as I've said, get a diagnosis, get in contact with the supports as early as you can so that you can learn about the condition and then get the support you need to just continue living your life as well as you can yeah thank you very very much and I've learned so much and I'm really very genuinely grateful and if you want to hear any of the past episodes then you can catch up on Coast Access Radio or at kiddiefitten.com and don't forget if you need any help with anything you've heard today go contact Dementia Wellington or your local dementia charity or medical professional thank you so much for listening and uh, that's all from me this week goodbye this program was made with assistance from new zealand on air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.org.nz website thank you new zealand on air